Okay, so I have loved Maybelline since I became aware of it when I was, you know, probably 13, 14. I have used Maybelline for that long. And their new Lifter Plump Lip Gloss is absolutely insane. It is so fabulous. It gives me the perfect puffy pout. And one thing about me is I always have a lip on. Like I wake up in the morning, I brush my teeth and I apply a lip. I'm I'm just that girl. I'm sorry. I have to. And I'm obsessed with this new Lifter Plump. Okay. Here's why. There's a little heat in it and it just makes your lips look so kissable, so perfect, so divine. I'm obsessed, quite frankly. Can you take the heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. Thankfully, C4 Energy has reinvented the energy drink game with C4 Smart Energy, the only energy drink clinically proven to provide enhanced mental focus. C4 Smart Energy is formulated with 200 milligrams of natural caffeine from green coffee beans, plus potassium, niacin, and vitamin B12 to support well-being and help you feel your best, all while promoting fat burn and boosting metabolism. So I have recently tried C4 Smart Energy, and let me tell you, it is giving me a boost. That caffeine is hitting because I have a very short attention span. I get distracted so easily, and I tried it, and I was like, yeah, this is a boost all right. I love that. Look for Smart Energy every day in the beverage aisle at your local Target. Go grab a can and share on social media tagging at C4 Energy and the It's Me Tinks podcast to show how Smart Energy helps you stay focused wherever you are. C4 Smart Energy. Stay focused. To know me is to know that I am obsessed with spicy margaritas. Love tequila cocktails? Then check out the award-winning 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. It's a -a one-of-a-kind tequila infused with the juice of real fruit. 21 Seeds is smooth, not sweet. It smells fresh and bright and tastes incredible. Try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Learn more at 21seeds.com. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Good morning, guys. Welcome back to It's Me Tinks Live exclusively on SiriusXM Stars Channel 109. As always, it's our weekly time to talk to each other live with a live Ask Me Anything. I want to answer all of your questions, so call me right now. Dial 888-94-STARS. That's 888-947-8277. Guys, today is an exciting day because I'm being shadowed. And I... This is something that I've always wanted to do to a cool person, but now I have a writer and a photographer shadowing me to see what I do in a day. And I think it's going to be a really interesting um, piece, hopefully, because a topic on lots of people's minds is what do influencers do all day? So hopefully this will help shed some light on what I do all day. So far, I woke up, had a rich mom walk, uh, called my mom, and then Lauren came over. And, And guys, you can't make this stuff up with the house stuff because I took a shower and I was rushing. We have to go to a photo shoot after getting everything ready. And Lauren said, I don't want to freak you out, but I just heard scurrying. And I said, excuse me? Keep in mind yesterday, the pipes, all the water in my house stopped working. And I said, you're kidding. And she said, no, listen. And I swear to God, her and me and Ceviche all looked up at the same time. We heard a scurrying. I bought the house from The Conjuring. 
Honestly, I think that my house might be more problematic than the house from The Conjuring. I would take ghosts over rats. I think I would get along with ghosts quite well, to be honest with you, because at least I can talk to them and, you know, have a conversation. Anyway, so Terminex is coming back to my house. Um, you know, remember when they had to completely nuke my house from termites in December or January? They're coming back. Apparently, I didn't fill out the form right. I, I actually didn't want any type of pet pests in my house. I did not uh, ask for siblings for Viche just quite yet. Uh, enough about the the Tower of Terror or the House of what's that? I have that uh, Disneyland um, ride in my head, the haunted house. Enough about the haunted house. Let's talk to some of you guys. We are going to go to Nicole first. Good morning, Nicole. How are you? Hey, Tinks. How are you? I'm good. It's good to chat with you. You too. I love you. I love going on my rich mom walk. I'm so, so glad. fun to talk to you. I'm so glad. What's going on? So I have a dating question for you. Okay. Um, so I've been seeing this guy. I met him through my friend's boyfriend, so like a good little connection. Um, we've been out a few times. He's like really consistent, like a really nice guy, checks all the boxes. Mm-hmm. But I'm so used to dating guys who like play games and the inconsistency and like that back and forth that I can't tell if I just like I'm not feeling the connection with him or it's because I'm not used to someone who's like emotionally available and so nice. Yes. Um, and I don't know what to do about it and like how to work through it. And I just wanted to see your take on it. Yes, this is okay. First of all, hear you. This has happened to me so many times where I'm like, do I just not like you or are you treating me right? Which is, first of all, <laughs> sad that so many of us go through that because it's like the bar is on the floor. And then suddenly when someone is like kind and, and texting us back and whatever, we're like, wait, what's going on? It's confusing. Um, so here's a question. Do you do you crave his energy? I know that. Just think about it for a second. Do you miss him when he's not around? Do you when something funny happens, do you want to text him when you eat like an amazing meal is it your instinct to snap a picture of it and send it to him and be like oh my god I'm eating this insane burrito or whatever yeah I feel like it's only been like a month so it's not like that intense but I feel like yeah I'm like he's really responsive and like cares about what I'm doing so then it's like nice to share things with him but how do you feel like how do how does he make you feel because you said like he's amazing he checks all the boxes but like Do you feel funny around him? Do you feel sexy around him? I I think that's that's where you need to put the time, not thinking like, is he, you know, do what's what's the deal? Does he check the boxes? How is he on paper? Like, does he literally make you feel like the sparkliest version of yourself? Yeah, I think so. Okay. well, then I think. I think that that's, you know, listen, you don't have to make a decision right now. That's the beautiful thing about it. Like it's, it's a work and you know, it's a work in progress and it's, you can see how it goes. But I think that those are the questions that I would keep top of mind is how does he make you feel when you're with him? How does he make you feel when you're without him? Like, do you miss him? Do you crave his energy? Wait, can I ask, have you guys shagged? No. And I think that's a big part of it too. Like we're getting to know each other like on an emotional level, but I think that's obviously like a big part of it too. Yeah. Well, and obviously there's absolutely no rush. You do that on your own time when you're good and ready. But I feel like sometimes that can either make you feel like, oh, like, yeah, I actually really like them or actually like, meh, you know, whatever. But, and I think getting to that point is also telling, right? Because if you're wanting to sleep with him, then that's a telling sign. Mm-hmm. So I yeah, think definitely. I think that's what I would do is I would think um, 
okay, do I miss him? Like, how do I feel when I'm not with him? How do I feel when I'm with him? Um, you know, do you have the instinct to look at other guys is always kind of a teller for me. I mean, the biggest teller for me is always like, if something funny happens, do I want to tell them? And like, do I have a good banter with them? But it's different for everybody. So I would think about those questions. And again, there's no pressure and it's nice to be treated nicely, but it doesn't mean that you have to like him. That's the last thing I'll say is just because he's good on paper, it doesn't mean that you have to date him. Um, so just see how it goes. Keep an open heart and an open mind. Love that. Thanks so much, Tings. Of course. Bye. Bye. That's always the most insane thing is like you finally get someone who's treating you right and then you don't even know if you like them. That's how messed up hetero dating culture is right now. It's so messed up. It's like girls get a guy who is just nice to them and they're like, now I'm confused. Very very disappointing. The bar is on the floor, people. Okay, we're going to go to Elizabeth. Hi, Elizabeth. How are you? Jinx? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Hello, my love. Hello, my love. How are you? Wait, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. I'm I'm my day is like so made now that I'm talking to you. Hi, I'm I'm pretty good. I, I just woke up to be honest, but love I'm that. good. Love that. I absolutely love that. I'm so glad you have the nicest energy. I have a huge smile on my face. What can I help you with? Oh my gosh. Um, well, for once in my life, my life is actually going pretty good. I don't have any yeah. juicy questions, mm-hmm. to be honest. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, but I am from San Diego and I just wanted to ask, how was your little San Diego trip? Like, how do you, how do you like my motherland? Oh my gosh. That's such a nice, fun question. You know what? I had the best time. I was very short. The trip was way too short and I've been before. I didn't realize how big San Diego is and how many different areas there are. I had never been to this downtown area before, but it was fun to see. It was, it was very, it was like popping. There was people dancing in the street and it was fun. And I went to the, this, the opening of Lava, which was amazing. And we had a really fun night. And then, um, I walked around in the morning and got a burrito, but it was, it was amazing. I need to go back because I have this massive list of recommendations now and I need to eat my way through San Diego. I've been before, but I went to Rancho Santa Fe before because that's where my friend is from. And it's very beautiful there. And it's just the food is really bomb. So I need to go back. But you have a nice you have a nice hometown. That's a that's such an ideal place to be from. I always say I think like neighboring to LA cities are amazing because it's like you're near LA, but you're not in, in LA. The people are nicer in San Diego. The weather's amazing. It's just a great place to be from. Yes, absolutely. I like I look back and I'm like, wow, I was so blessed with like my childhood, everything. And I'm so glad you liked our food here. We should like do like a rich mom walk in San Diego or something and like grab all the San Diego girlies. I'm like, I would love that. I would literally love that, especially if it was on the beach, because you guys have beautiful beaches. I did this hike when I went to San Diego when I was in college and it was like along the bluffs, I think. And it was just, oh, my God, stunning, stunning. Um, So, yeah, we should do that. I mean, really what I want to do is do like a national uh, series of rich mom walks like in, in every city and. I just think that would be really fun, but it's just a pipe dream for now. But if I do that, San Diego will definitely be on the list. Yes, please. Oh my gosh. I'm just, I'm just elated to like hear your voice and I'm so glad you had like a good time here and 
Yes, please come back. Us, I will. Us San Diego girlies love you I so will. much. And I hope you have an amazing day. Oh, uh, my gosh. I am I cannot stop smiling. I, I mean, I can't stop smiling. You have the, the most lovely demeanor and lovely energy. So thank you for sharing it with all of us this morning. Have a beautiful day. And I hope to be back in San Diego soon. Yes, I love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Wow. That was unbelievable. That, you know, that is just, it's one of those instances where you can clearly see how being nice, just a, a little extra kind, totally changes someone's vibe and day. I mean, I was already in a good mood because you guys know this is my favorite hour of the week, but now I went from like a nine to an 11. And that's all it took is someone just being super, super bubbly and nice. Uh, that stuff matters. So I have a trip planned to Palm Desert coming up and I booked an Airbnb because I wanted to be with all of my friends. This house we booked has a beautiful pool so you guys know I will be catching some rays and doing a little bit of tanning. I know a few friends who have houses and when they're away, whether it's on a trip or they're traveling for work, they just Airbnb their houses. So they're like actively making money while they're away, which is kind of the dream, right? Like passively making extra money. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. Zola has everything you need to plan your wedding in one place, including venue options and all your vendors. Plus, you can design, save the dates and invites, build a free wedding website, create your registry and stay on track and on budget throughout the entire wedding process with their free planning tools. I have three really good friends getting married this year and they're all using Zola. And I know because they were telling me about how easy it is and it's just truly a one-stop shop and you know this girl loves efficiency right so my friends were telling me you can do it all in one place what a relief right and I know about Zola because I bought so many gifts on registries via Zola and I just love how easy it is to send gifts keep everything organized everything is like done for you and we absolutely love that start planning at Zola.com that's Z-O-L-A dot com. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling collection of timeless designs perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelets, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Write a love note to yourself or your best friend with beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora. Spell it out with handwritten charms, sparkling stacks, and iconic styles designed for every kind of forever. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora, be love. Lexi, I think we're going to talk to Lexi next. Hi, Lexi. Hi, James. Can you hear me? Yes. Hi. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited to talk to you. Likewise. How are you doing? What's going on? 
I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so I'll start from the beginning. Okay. So I am dating someone who I am just so in love with. Like, it's been such a wonderful oh, relationship. Yes. We've been dating for seven months, and we both live in Philadelphia. And we've been talking about potentially wanting to move to Florida together okay. um, in January. So okay. it'll be after we've been dating for a year, and I feel really good about it. And I also struggle really badly with seasonal depression, so I'm like, let me try being yeah. somewhere that doesn't have a winter for once just to see if it works. But yeah. I'm finding myself in this roadblock where I'm like, I feel like I'm nervous about what other people will think about it. Like their thoughts on me moving too fast or whatever it is. I feel like my main mindset is just being somewhere warm and doing something for myself. Yeah. And while I know it's moving in with my boyfriend and that's a big step, I also know that I wouldn't do anything I'm not ready for. So do you have any advice for like kind of blocking out what yeah. other people's judgments of your life choices may be. Yeah, I think that, um, gosh, there was an article on, I think it was Vulture, like uh, two years ago. And the and the headline, which I'll never forget, was something like, uh, it was it was a silly article, but it was like, be hot and have fun, do whatever you want because people will villainize you regardless or something like that. And it was just talking about how people are always going to judge you like that's that's just an annoying part of life and for a good part of my life I tried to live so that no one would judge me I tried to live in that space of like well if I can just stay three steps ahead of everybody if I can just do everything right like no one will judge me here's the here's the kicker they're going to judge you no matter what you can't please everybody everybody's going to have something to say but the only person that you need to answer to is yourself Okay, you are your best friend. You are your advocate. You are everything. You are the CEO of your company and you have to look out for for yourself. And that's not selfish and that's not conceited. That is just a simple fact, right? We are born yeah. in this world by ourselves and and we go out the same way. We go out and it, so that's why you need need to look back at the end of your life and think I did what I knew was right for me. I advocated for my happiness. I took chances for my happiness and and ultimately you know you best. You've been, how old are you? I'm 26. Okay, you're 26 for 26 years. You've been making these decisions. Every decision that you have ever made has brought you to where you're standing today. And I always like to remind people of that because it's like, well, that's, you know, you're the CEO, you're in charge. And I think, by the way, it doesn't matter what I think because this choice is for you. But, you know, as an aside, I think it sounds like a great idea. Okay, that stuff matters a lot. Like whether if you if you are bummed out by the cold and you've lived there for a while and you want to try something new man like life is short you have to try things I, I mean I'll give you a personal example when I moved to New York I really couldn't settle there although I love New York to visit and I had really great memories there I don't like the cold it was too cold for me and it was too tough for me and and you know what we're on this earth for a, a relatively short time and you have to make yourself happy and i think this is amazing and exciting that you found someone who wants to take this step with you it's really cool it's really cool and i'm proud of you for even considering it let alone let alone doing it so i think when people have something to say you just have to go back to this simple fact which is that you are the CEO of your life and you have to advocate for your own happiness and that's literally all that matters. And and here's the thing, if you stayed in Philly, like people would still find something else to judge you on. And and that's another good trick, uh, another good mind trick, right? They would still judge you. So you might as well do what you want. 
Like when I moved to LA after being in New York for two years, people were like, oh my God, she's moving again, whatever. It's, you know, it seemed really erratic. Like I didn't have a job. I didn't have a plan. I didn't even have any good reasoning, but you, you have to advocate for your own happiness. Um, and I think this is, I think this is exciting. Yeah. And, and that's such good advice. And I'm so excited. I feel like, cause I had recently moved here and like my friends from where I used to live would always send like, oh no, you're leaving me. And like, while I know it's just because they love me and they want me around, like, I feel like I hold the weight of feeling like my decision is like impacting all of the people in my life. Yeah. And as I, opposed to them like excited. Exactly. But the, but the thing is, as soon as you tell them, it's scary to tell your friends. I remember when I told, when I was going to tell my friends in San Francisco and I really loved my friends in San Francisco. I really loved my roommates. And I was telling, I remember when I had to tell them like, I'm going to go to grad school. I'm going to, yeah, I, it was scary. And I'm not diminishing that. It's definitely, it's definitely scary especially if you're tight-knit and then there's always that thing with girls where it's like you're leaving me and you're like but at the end of the day they're going to come and visit at the end of the day if they're you know I'm sure they're those friends are in it for the long run and they can come visit you they're going to want to come visit you on the beach and it's going to be fun and as soon as you do it they'll start getting on board and also when you tell them don't apologize you're not doing anything that you need to apologize for you're you're simply advocating for your own happiness so don't be like oh I know it's oh it's been tough you know if you it's kind of like I always think about how people tell toddlers things because they kind of pick up on your cues so if you go in and you're like oh guys I got something to tell you I'm moving I know it's going to be stressful and weird and I hate to leave you or if you go in and say guys I finally come to the decision that I'm going to do this for myself. I have really bad seasonal depression. I'm really, I think I'm in love with this guy and I'm going to go on this great adventure and I'm going to move. I'm going to move to the beach and I can't wait for you guys to come and visit me. They're going to, they're going to take your cues. So that's another practical tip is like, don't apologize and really just set the tone for the conversation. For sure. That's such good advice. Thank you so, so much. Of course. Of course. I'm really proud of you, okay? This is going to be great. And in Florida, you have Thank Publix, you. which is the best grocery store in America. So, Oh, my great. God. I was just saying how excited <laughs> I am for Publix. That's like my number one reason it's gonna be so good um okay i i am i'm very proud of you and love you lots and i hope you have a wonderful rest of your day thanks thanks love you love you bye hell yeah i love when people advocate for their own happiness and it's also exciting to move somewhere with a boyfriend it's really exciting that she's going to be near Publix because public subs are the best and if you know what i'm talking about then i hope you also remember how we used to get free sprinkle cookies when we were kids sometimes i still ask them for a free sprinkle cookie at Publix, and they look at me and they say ma'am you are definitely north of 28 that's a lie they probably think that i'm 30 because i am um and <laughs> i don't deserve a free sprinkle cookie Teron's laughing at me. <laughs> um, okay, we are going to Tatum. Hi, Tatum. How are you? Hi, Tanks. How are you? I'm well. I'm well. What's going on? It's good to chat with you. Likewise. Okay, so I committed to hosting 4th of July. Okay. I'm having all my friends over, and it's, what, four days away, and I am panic-stricken. I don't know what to do. Do I decorate? What food do I make? Like, how do I make it good vibes? And I feel like... Every time I watch her stories, like, you are just the best hostess. Like, it always seems so fun and chill. So I wanted to call you, what What do oh I do? Like, God. give me your hostess with the most tips, please. Okay. Ah, so I love you. I love you. That's so fun and so kind of you to host. What's your space like? Do you have outdoor space? Is it indoor? What Are you doing a day thing or a night thing? Like, I, what, are the, what are the details there? 
Um, I was thinking I would do it up on the rooftop of my apartment building. Like, okay. I feel like I could do it cute up there, but I, I don't even know what to cook. Like, cocktails, what do I do? I think, honestly, some decorations are great, but you don't need to go that hard. I honestly, my thing with, with hosting is, like, uh, just have enough to eat and drink, and it will be fine. Everything else takes care of itself. Truly... Everything will take care of itself, but have enough to eat or drink. Don't rely on anyone to bring anything because people forget or they bring weird shit. Um, so, you know, if you want to order some low lift decorations on Amazon, then, you know, maybe like maybe some fun cups or maybe some fun, you know, plates that you can recycle um, before the banana brigade gets up my butt. You know, some cute flag plates to like recycle after, you know, just for a little color. And then for eating and drinking, I would make a huge thing of margaritas. I would make an enormous pitcher of margaritas to kick things off. Everybody likes margaritas. Nobody is sad when you give them one of those in their hands. And then you can kind of just have other, you know, have beer, have wine for people, um, but just have one cocktail. Like I think something I used to do when I was younger and I would host things is I'd be like, I need to make Aperol spritzes. Ooh, Aperol spritzes could be fun though. I need to make Aperol spritzes and I need to make whiskey sours and I need to make margaritas. No, you don't. It's your party. You have your favorite drink. So whatever your favorite drink is, mine is margaritas. I just make that for everybody. And if they don't like it, they can have wine or beer. Um, and by the way, wine or beer is a good thing to ask people to bring because it's like pretty hard to fuck up. So just be like, oh, if someone's like, oh, what can I bring? Just be like, oh, some beer, you know, whatever. And then for food, I would say, um, I mean, do you want to be grilling on the roof? That seems stressful and like a hazard. Maybe hot dogs. Maybe yeah, hot dogs could be cute. Yeah. I mean, a hot dog bar is always fun. I like a hot dog because it's just a, a vehicle for sauce. It's literally just a, a meat stick that you can dress up with different types of accoutrement, mustard and ketchup and a relish and all that good stuff. So you could do that. And then um, chips and guac. Again, you it's just like a people, a, a crowd pleaser. And it's easy to make like a lot of so that it doesn't mess up and then I would do what else would I do chips I would do like other dips maybe get some hummus and stuff to fill people up you know I like if you can do find like a, a seven layer dip a spinach artichoke, artichoke dip because then you can get chips and crudite and then people have something to munch on because I feel like people just like to graze at parties you know that's perfect if you have chips guac different dips salsa spinach artichoke dip and just buy it all if you don't want to make it nobody cares just put it in a bowl no one will know, to know the difference and um and then grill hot dogs and have lots of ketchup and mustard and and pickles people fucking love pickles i love pickles you are so good at this i was drawing blank and i was like how am i going to figure out the menu the vibes and i was like i'm gonna call things this no morning. you you've got it honestly people just just remember these words in my head people just want enough to eat and drink and they like totally. to graze you know and you don't even need to get dessert i always used to do dessert too but it's fun to have you know it would be really fun is if you got watermelon and you cut it up in slices people love that it'll be hot it'll be refreshing and it's just like it looks really colorful i always like to have color on the table so um that's perfect and then if you want to get like fourth of july colored m&ms those are really cute too for a little sweet treat to send people off with Oh, my God. Thank you. I'm literally going on Amazon right now. Thank you. Hell, yeah. Okay. Have a fun party. Thanks for calling. That was such a fun question, and I hope your party goes great. I know it will. Thank you. Bye, Ting. Lots of love. Bye. Oh, that's so fun. I want to host a party. I hosted a dinner last night, but a brand sent me, Peacock TV kindly sent me the, the dinner, so I didn't do anything. But I played it. I played it the shit out of that dinner very nicely. Okay. 
There are so many books out there, it can be hard to choose one. But becoming a Book of the Month member makes it easy to decide which book to read next. Members get books delivered right to their door and shipping is always free. There's even an app to pick your book and track your reading progress. And there are audiobooks too. So I'm obsessed with this, you guys, because I feel like sometimes I get decision paralysis on what to read next. And the fact that Book of the Month Club, they decide for you, they pick the best because they do all that reading is just fantastic. I love to be in the reading community and Book of the Month is an incredible way to really get engaged with your reading. Maybe you want to pick it back up for summer. So important to always have a book when you're going on your summer trips, reading by the pool, or just reading before bed, which is, as you know, my favorite thing to do. Right now, you can get your first book of the month for just $5 with code PEDALS by visiting bookofthemonth.com. That's bookofthemonth.com and use code PEDALS. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I personally have been talking to my therapist every single week about my stressful times and just getting everything off my chest, explaining the difficult situation I've been having at work and what has been weighing on me has made me feel one million times better. I really don't know what I would do without her. As you guys know, I talk to her every week. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Tinks today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Tinks. Guys, the the person who is shadowing me has arrived in the studio. So he's here. John's here watching me talk to you guys. I'm not nervous. Are you? Okay, let's talk to Emily. Hi, Emily. How are you? Hi, how are you? I'm good. What's going on? It's nice to chat with you. You too. I'm I'm literally so excited to talk to you. I know everyone says this, but I'm the oldest in my family and I don't have a sister. So talking to you and hearing. Your advice is like the best every Wednesday. I'm so glad. Us oldest sisters, we carry the weight of the family on our shoulders. I can say that to you, but everybody knows oldest sisters, we have a backache all the time because we're we're tired from carrying the whole family. So I get it. I I get it, girl. (laughs) Yes. What's going on? What's your what's your question? What's happening? So um, I've had a pretty lengthy and slightly traumatizing friendship breakup over the last Mm. like six months Mm -hmm. and I mean it was she was my best friend and it's been really hard because due to mutual friend groups she's somewhat still around and if you know everything in me wants to you know reach out to her and you know connect back but there's a lot of things that happen and it's just been really hard so I don't know. I was just kind of wondering your advice on what you would, I I guess what you would do in this situation, like what you see friendship breakups as and, you know, if you ever decide to take someone back. Yeah. I mean, without getting into it too much. So you're saying you Mm -hmm. do want to, you would like to reach out. You would like to, you would like to, to make amends and and heal. Um, Yeah, somewhat. I I don't feel that it'll be back to normal yeah. just through things that have happened, but it's very hard to 
continue going every day without like texting her, yeah. talking to her. It's almost like I have to control myself not to do that, but oh, it would Emily, definitely not be the same. But yeah, I think in that case, I think in that case, you have to reach out to her. And you know what? When mm-hmm. friend break, first of all, let me say friend breakups are some of the hardest times we have in our life. And nobody talks about yeah. them. I'm going to go out on a limb and say they're, they can be as hard as romantic breakups because your friend, mm-hmm. that's a part of you, especially if it's a close girlfriend, that is a part of you. That is a, a t- an era in your life. And it is, it is mm-hmm. so fucking painful. And I, I actually think that they get harder as you get older. Um, so but if you have that yearning you know when you you have that urge to text her you got to text her I have to say I am usually the person to text first because I'm stubborn up until a point and then I'm like I don't really care I'd if I if I I'd rather get it out there and just make it known that I would make amends would rather make amends life is short and I think that you know we it's good to forgive you know I mean in most cases Mm -hmm. it really is good to forgive and you keep saying it won't be the same it won't be the same and you're probably right you're probably right but that's okay because friendships can have different eras and I think when you look back you would rather have a new era of a friendship maybe not as close rather than not have her at all in your life especially if she's around especially if you're having this urge to text her and it's okay to acknowledge that things might not be the same it's okay to acknowledge that and just text her and say look I don't I don't really know what it would look like, but I know that I I miss you and I know that Mm -hmm. I want to have you in my life and in some way. And I I would love to talk to you and just see what she said, because that olive branch, it can go a long way. I've had different instances. I've had instances where I had a massive falling out with a really good best friend. And finally, I just texted her. I was in this I was in a place that we used to go to a lot together and I was my best friend in the world and we had this really awful fight and I just said hey you know I'm in Palm Springs I really miss you I'm thinking about you and she was like wow great to hear from you when I'm back like let's talk um and then I've had times mm-hmm. when you know it, it it didn't go that way and that's okay because y- your bravery and your instinct to to reach out to her like that will make you feel better no matter what happens because then at least you tried right if she says you know what mm-hmm. now like I'm sorry I'm not down okay you know what that probably says more about her and her mental space than than where you are right because you mm-hmm. are in a place right. of forgiveness you are in a place of openness you're in a place of meeting in the middle and that that's important for you to act on that so that you you know for yourself that you're that type of person so I think I think just just text her and just see what she says yeah, that's great advice. And I think, I think, like you said, no matter like what the response is, it's at least like some form of closure either way, totally. whether it be like completely cutting it off or totally. at least somewhat starting anew. Yeah. Because if she says, yeah, thank mm, you. you know, nothing, then, you know, then you've got it. Then you, you, you gave it, gave it your all. And you know what, even if she right. says, no, I'm not down in the back of her mind, she will know like Emily is an open person and like, you know, it's at some level, even if it's subconscious, that will be a seed in her brain of like, wow, that's actually really cool that she tried one last time. So I think it's a win-win for you. Um, and I hope it goes well. And I'm, I'm listening. I'm really sorry that you guys have gone through this and I'm really sorry. It's been a couple of rough months, but, um, hopefully this can be, a, a turning a corner in one way or another. 
Absolutely. Thank you so much. It was so good to talk of to you. Now my day totally flipped around. Oh, I so love you. Um, I'm thinking about you. Coming my yeah. way. Yeah. I Thank hope it you. goes well. Okay. Bye, honey. Love you. Bye. Love you. Oh, that's so rough. Friend breakups are like, it's awful, man. Because with a romantic breakup, everybody just kind of feels bad for you. And you can kind of just be like, yeah, I'm going through a breakup. And everyone's like, oh, that's sad. Like, eat ice cream. You don't worry. You'll be okay. Let's go out. Friend breakups are like in your gut. It's like in your, it's in your bones. It's so fucking painful. God, um, I'm thinking about her. Uh, all right, let's go to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. How are you? Hello. Hi. Is it me? It's oh my you. god. <laughs> How are you? Okay, I totally wasn't expecting to get through, so I'm probably gonna word vomit. No, bit. absolutely <laughs> word vomit. That's okay. That's how we do it. I, I mean, are you kidding me? I made a career out of word vomiting. Vomiting. Go ahead. <laughs> um. Well, hello. I'm so excited to talk to you. I feel like I've written you probably like three Harry Potter books worth of DMs. <laughs> So that's if you ever dig phenomenal. There, um, my whole life stories in there. Yeah, that's phenomenal. And I'm using that as a new measure of length. <laughs> how many Harry Potter books have we had? That's literally phenomenal. OK, what is going yeah. on? I'm here. I'm here now and I'm ready to listen to a Harry Potter book. Well, first of all, I just want to say I went through a super shitty breakup last year and all of my friends uh. like referenced me to you. So I feel like you helped get me through that on an insane level. So I, I appreciate everything oh, you so do. Glad. And I know people always say it, but like you genuinely are such a wonderful person to like get advice from and stuff like that. That's really um, kind. I'm glad it helped. I'm sorry you went through that. That's never fun. Yeah, well, never fun. No, it's not. <laughs> um, but now to my current situation. Um, so I waited probably like, 10 to 11 months before trying to like put myself out there again. Cause like, I don't know, I was working through it and it, yeah. was, it was a bad time. And like, I didn't want to seek attention from other people just to try to like, I don't know, make yourself feel better. I get it. Yeah. 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 Smart. Like I've done that in the past in this breakup, I was like, okay, I just, I only am going to focus on myself. Um, Good for you. So that's what I did. Thank you. Um, and so I, I met this guy and he was the first guy since my ex and first guy I, like had hooked up with. And I was genuinely like terrified because I don't know you, like I had such a good connection with my ex and like yeah. great sex with my ex. So I was like, I don't know if it can be better. Like, yeah. and I was just scared, you know, for the yeah. first time after that. Of course. And it was like amazing he was someone I felt super comfortable with like immediately oh yeah um and yeah so I was super excited about it in retrospect we only hung out three times and like because he was moving for the summer okay. um and so it was probably like a month and a half total of us talking and like again the three times we hung out um and we stayed in contact for a bit after he moved so I FaceTimed him one day after he moved thinking it was, you know, I'm, I'm a casual girl. I'm going to throw out a FaceTime. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, but um, <laughs> I was stressed. <laughs> but anyway, so <laughs> he declined it and then never ended up calling me back. And, and then he just kind of stopped reaching out. 
And like, I know you always say to match their energy. So that's what I did. And I like, I haven't reached out to him either, but I feel really shitty about it. Yeah. And like, I can't stop thinking about him and like the situation either. Cause I genuinely felt like really good about him. And part of me was like, maybe it's just, you know, like I was just so excited about the potential of it. Yeah. And like, realistically he was moving. Like, I can't blame him for like moving to a new city and like, not wanting to start something with me. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would have been nice, obviously, in an ideal world for him to be more upfront about that and just say it so you're not yeah. left, you know, holding your dick in your hand, being like, well, wait, what? we just had a great connection and we had great sex and then you just, I mean, and that's so shitty to, to decline your call. That's so shitty. Wait, when, where, so you only hung three times before he moved? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think, listen, I think, you know, it's completely normal for you to be feeling shitty because it is shitty. Okay. Let's call a spade a spade. Mm-hmm. It's, it's rude and it's annoying. And he should have just said, listen, I think you're awesome, but I'm moving and I don't want, I mean, how fucking hard is it? That's what grinds my gears. Yeah. How fucking hard is I it know. to just say, you know, I think you're awesome, but I'm moving and I don't want anything. It's because in his little pea brain mind, he's scared to have that <laughs> conflict. He's scared to just be upfront. He's scared you're going to get mad if you say, yeah. oh, like, I don't want anything. Well, guess what? It's a lot more fucking painful and confusing to have a soft ghost um, after yeah. you guys had this connection. And that's why I always say ghosting is small dick energy. Again, this is a soft ghost, mm-hmm. whatever. But it's still hurtful and it's just literally it's like avoidance all he had to say was you're awesome you know hope our paths cross in the future you know had fun with you that's it it's a it's 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 a text it's a it's a three second conversation and it's just so frustrating because then you wouldn't be feeling like this so I get it um I think that if, you know, every time you feel you're getting in your head about it, you're feeling bajiggity, just remember that. Just be like, instead of thinking, oh, mm-hmm. what coulda, woulda, shoulda, like whatever, this is a him, think this is a him thing. And um, yeah. it's it's just really bad behavior and it's not kind. And it's just kind of like, if you can, sometimes what I try to do, this is some high level sorcery to, you know, go back to Harry Potter here, <laughs> is I try to channel it into an ick. Okay, so this is a really this is a good spell that I want to teach everybody. Every time you start to feel that way, think, honestly, it's really low confidence of him to not be able to have that simple conversation Mm -hmm. with me. That's very that's very lame. Just imagine him sitting in his room like, you know, hemming and hawing and twiddling his thumbs thinking, no, I'm I'm not going (laughs) to take her FaceTime like ew, grow a pair, literally, literally get confident like and then think about someone you think is really hot. Like I always think like, would Michael B. Jordan do that? And the answer is no, he would call me like a fucking man. So try to channel it into an ick. It's it's the new okay. Harry Potter spell that we're going to do. And um and yeah, there's just yeah, I'm sorry. Really big bummer. Yeah, I I feel like it's just one of those things where the rejection of it like makes it harder to get over. Yeah. Um well, and especially and just, because it was your first one back. Yeah. Like it's yeah. that's annoying. It's like you you know, you it was your first one back, but you know what? Rejection is redirection. That means there's something bigger mm-hmm. and better coming. We're at the beginning of summer and you know what? Oh, and then here's the other thing I wanted to tell you is I know it's it's also hard. It's going to be like a, a mental shift, but instead of thinking mm-hmm. like, "Oh, that was he was great and it was perfect whatever," um you just have to think that like 
it it was a great experience like change the narrative don't be like oh that was a failure be like that was a great experience for my first one back like you could have gone on a date with like a fucking loser or you could have gone on a date and the sex was awful like you instead think wow what a great foray back into dating what a great first Mm -hmm. time to like have sex with someone that I actually had chemistry with by the way who has good random sex nobody okay nobody so that's lucky right so instead of thinking like yeah I think I'm partially like dickmatized a little bit hell yeah we've all been in dick sand we've all been in dick sand we fall right in we're stuck we're our arms are flailing give us a branch we got to be pulled out of that dick sand I get it (laughs) Um, I know, but listen, there's plenty more dicks in the sea and, uh, (laughs) (laughs) you know what? God doesn't give you anything. Like he's showing you that, you know, the universe is showing you, you can have that good sex. That means there's even better out there. You're just getting started. You're right. Yeah. It's exciting. It's exciting. Like every it's keeps getting better, which is really cool and exciting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. You're right. I need to redirect my energy. Yeah. It was a good experience back. Thank God you had some good sex and get excited because you obviously (laughs) have, you know, way, way exciting things coming to you. You're right. Okay. Well, thank you so much. I I needed this. I've always told my friends that, like, they give me similar advice and I'm like I will taste didn't say it so I Aww. I don't know if I can't take it yet oh <laughs> well I'm glad and but now I will <laughs> you're good I'm glad you're gonna be fine you're gonna have a great summer and um you're gonna be you're gonna be just fine this is this is okay this is good and think back on that great sex think damn yeah hell yeah I know. You're right. Okay. All right. I love you tons. Right. Have a great Thank rest you of so your day. Much. I love you. Love you. you too. Bye. Bye. Okay. I think we are going to talk to the lovely Maureen. Hi, Maureen. Oh my God. Hey, Tinks. What's up? What's up? It's good to talk to you. What's going on? Okay. So I am currently on my last Chicago Rich Mom walk. Oh. Like as we speak. Yes. I Very love Chicago. Yeah. Are you moving? Yeah, so I'm moving. I'm not supposed to be moving, though. Um, So I was supposed to be moving in with my boyfriend. Okay. And we've been dating for like two and a half years. Okay. Three weeks ago, he told me he's out. What? So I'm like, I broke up with him. Yeah. I'm like, what am I supposed to do? I have no options. So I'm moving to Bumblefuck, Illinois with my parents today. Okay. 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 All right. I'm like, what do I do? Because I literally thought this person was like, I was like, this is the step in the right direction. This is like step number one. I'm like, what's going to happen to step number four? Are you just going to like peace out when there's kids involved, you know? So I broke up with him and now I'm moving home, um, leaving my three best friends who are my roommates. I broke up our apartment over this. Oh, God. And I am miserable without him. And I'm like, do I take him back when I'm home? Like, that's what so, I'm so afraid is going to happen. And I don't know. Okay. So, wait. So, let me get some things straight. So, he just didn't want to move Sorry, in. He's, he's like word bomb. No, you're okay. I get it. You're you're having what I call a scorched earth moment. And I, and I get that. And we're going to sort it out. And you said I don't have any options. Not true. You've got a lot of options. I just need a few more facts before we dive in. So he, did he break up with you because he didn't, you broke up with him. He just said, I'm not ready to move in yet. Yeah. So he, 
um, his lease was up May 1st. Mine's up July 1st. He was like, all right, I'll just move home with my parents for two months, and then we'll move in July 1st. I had, like, a really bad gut feeling a few weeks ago because I'm a nurse. I'm a full-time grad student. I was like, I'm working these crazy shifts. Can you please help me look at apartments because everything's going so fast? Right. And he, like, wasn't looking for them. I called him up June 2nd, and I was like, are you going to sign a lease with me? And he said, no. I said, when were you going to tell me? He says, I wasn't going to tell you. What? I'm like, so what was, so then I broke up with him. Okay. And is there, okay. And is there no way for you to get back in the apartment with your girlfriends? There's, it's all, it's all. No, they signed a lease two days before this happened. Now I'm moving home with my, with my parents. Okay. Okay. It's a scorched earth moment. There's a lot going on in a lot of different verticals and I get why you are freaking out. But here's the thing. And I know that you're going to be like, Tinks, I don't need a fucking cheery mantra right now. But it's like in these moments of complete shattered earth and darkness, it's always the most growth. And it might not be in a week and it might not be in a month, but you are going to look back and this experience is going to grow you as a person like you have never grown before. So that's the that's the 30,000 feet answer. Okay, let's look at what's going to go on more practically. All right, you're moving back with your parents. How old are you? 25. Okay, you're so, so young. Okay, you are very young. Very, 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 very young. So that's amazing. I mean, it wouldn't matter if you were 55 and this was going on because as we always say, it's never too old and it's not too late. But you're a baby. You are literally... Like in daycare, you're so young, although you're a full-time nurse, which is fucking badass. You have an amazing job, which is so cool, and I'm so fucking proud of you. You are working hard, and you're just moving home for a little bit. I lived at home in my 20s. I moved home, and it was, you know, it's kind of nice. I was like, okay, I'm not paying rent. You have to just start making little shifts in your mind. So this is going to be a transformative period. There are going to be hard days and there are going to be easy days, but you are going to get through this. Okay. So the moving thing is for, for now it's taken care of. You've got to move home for, for at least a little bit. You can't move back in with your friends. Um, you're obviously not, not moving in with this guy. I'm very mad at him. Um, and you can't get at a place by yourself just yet. So you're moving home and you have to try and turn that into a positive. Okay. You're also going through a breakup. So it's not the worst time to be moving home. Okay. You can hang out with your family. You don't have to pay rent. You can just have home cooked meals and you can focus on yourself and your job for a little bit. Really, really not a bad time when you're going through a breakup. When I'm going through a breakup, I make my mom come and live with me because I just want to be with someone familiar. So the housing thing will sort itself out. After a couple months, when you're feeling more on your feet again, you can reach out to different friends or you can move back to the city on your own or whatever. That will sort itself out. But try not to think of it as a negative thing because it could, in the end, be a positive thing. And for me, like even though I was kind of self-conscious when I initially moved back home, I now look back on it and think that that was really special time to that I spent with my family. Like we're the only culture that doesn't do that. Like everywhere else in the world, everybody lives with their family of like for their whole life. So that will sort itself out. The friend thing, I, are they mad at you, your friends, for breaking up the, the apartment, or is it is are they okay with it? No, they're so supportive. Of okay, it. okay, that's so that's like, good. Yeah. Okay, so then let's deal with this guy. That is so fucking cruel. What he did. 
to say I wasn't going to tell you to make you break up your apartment to lead you on while you are working your fucking ass off at a demanding job. That is so cruel. And I am angry at him for you. I know that's not helpful for your emotions, but I want you to know that what he did was wrong. And I, I'm sorry, I don't think you should take him back because it's one thing to have cold feet about moving into an apartment with someone. But if that was the case, he should have stopped you from breaking up your apartment and your roommates doing the lease he should have called you up like a fucking good person and said hey I gotta be honest with you I'm having cold feet we gotta put the pause on this we gotta work it out I need to pump the brakes and the fact that he doesn't didn't do that shows me that he's a coward and that he doesn't respect your life as much as he should and that's fucked up okay and I get that you love him and I get that you're you miss him and that this is really difficult but I I implore you to advocate for yourself and your worth. You deserve more than this. I just want to alert you. We have like two minutes left, but I really, really want you to be strong here. Okay. Because what he did was not right. Oh my God. Thanks. Just knowing that you're mad at him too makes me feel a million times better. I'm so mad at him. He's, it's, I'm so mad at him too. (laughs) It's, you got to be strong okay you got to be strong this is like the montage in all those movie scenes like sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow like she finds out that the guy did something wrong and and this is the this is the time you're moving back home you're probably going to get a new haircut and this is going to be the best thing that that's ever happened to you because you deserve so much more I promise you you're going to be okay DM me if you need right back in I'm here for you uh we have to wrap this show now but I am proud of you fuck that guy you are going to find someone who worships you and cares for you and respects your time and your awesome job and I want you to know that I'm so so proud of you this is going to be okay like a phoenix you're going to rise from the ashes okay thank you so much things I love you literally I, so much I love you too you're going to be okay talk soon bye oh fuck that guy I'm going to find him all right you guys uh you've been listening to it's me tanks live exclusively on Sirius XM stars remember live AMA every Wednesday I will be back on Friday with the pod don't forget to subscribe come on ceviche needs to go to college I love you guys I'll see you Friday bye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Meet the next generation of podcast stars with Sirius XM's Listen Next program, presented by State Farm. As part of their mission to help voices be heard, State Farm teamed up with Sirius XM to uplift diverse and emerging creators. Tune in to Stars and Stars with Isa as host Isa Nakazawa dives into birth charts of her celeb guests. This is just the start of a new wave of podcasting. Visit statefarm.com to find out how we can help prepare for your future. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.